Today's episode is brought to you by Progressive, where drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average. Quote now at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May 2023. Potential savings will vary. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Oh, uh, uh, yes, uh, Long Cat Media presents Madame Magenta. Sonos Mystica. Chapter 11. Greetings, my lovely friends of the esoteric. It is I, authoress extraordinaire Magenta, and I do hope you're all doing splendidly. Now we have the pleasantries out of the way, I have a bone to pick with all of you. Bernard, tell them. Well, we, we, we've been looking back at the, the stats. The stats. The stats. For, you can see who's... How many people have listened to each episode? The listener stats. Exactly. And uh, it seems that people are listening to them in, in, in the wrong order. There's, going, there's more downloads for number nine than there is for number eight. Oh! Number... People are listening out of order. Why? Why? I, I even very specifically said quite early on, this is a book and you read it chapter by chapter. You did. They're, they're very I clearly labelled. I said, if I get one review that suggests the story doesn't flipping make sense because some Burke has read it out of order or listens out of order, I will go absolutely berserk. I mean, is this is this what people do nowadays, Bernard? Maybe, do they, maybe do they start is. in the middle, go a bit to the end, go to the start, do the bloody hokey-cokey, and then give a bad review? God. Read chronologically, people. I know this, my structuring is a little confusing sometimes, so you don't need to add to the problem by skipping around, do you? Although, is there any point me saying this? Well, I think people will do what they will do. Yes, we, and we, we can't reach everybody, Bernard. No. Some people are injecting bleach. Well, yes. So give yourselves a pat on the back if you're not an insane moron. <sighs> It's a low bar, isn't it, Bernard? It is somewhat, yes. All right. I think we've, we're all ready for a drink, aren't we? Okay, right. So let's have a proper drink. This one's called... Oh, actually, I forgot to do a cocktail last chapter, didn't I? You did, yes. Which you'd know if you were listening chronologically. So last time's cocktail was a cup of tea. It was the Long Island version mixed with the PG Tips version. It's a morning cocktail. Right. But this time we have one called The Hobbit because it's made up of miniature bottles I've stolen from minibars throughout the years. And if you don't want to get charged, here's a little tip. Be sure to sneak into other people's rooms while they're being cleaned and use their minibars. It does help to be dressed as a member of hotel staff at the time. I find you can go anywhere if you have a smart name tag. So in that respect, it's quite a difficult cocktail to make. But anyway, delicious. Okay, on with the book. <coughs> Musical flourish, please. While I clear the phlegm out of my throat, I'm just going to have a drink. Okay, there we go. Lovely. Okay, book. 
thank God for the free booze, I think to myself, switching to vodka for balance. Everything has been so fraught. As we'd neared the airport, Derek wouldn't stop whining and worrying about whether it would even be possible to gain access to the safety deposit box at Credit Suisse. Apparently, it had only just occurred to him that I might not have any legal claim to the contents. Can't you Google it? Where's your phone? Ask Google, can spouses open their dead husband's security boxes, he'd said as we rumbled down the runway. No, Derek! I don't have any internet access. And how do you know about Google? I was intrigued. Do you have it in heaven? Can't you just ask God if you need to know something? We were talking in the plane toilets at this point, as I didn't want to look like a raving lunatic in front of the other passengers. It was extremely cramped, as ever, so Derek was actually partially floating in me. I wonder if that means I qualify for the Mile High Club. Of course I know about Google, Derek replied. Just because one is dead doesn't mean one can't have one's finger on the pulse, he'd said primly as we stood nose to nose, eyeball to eyeball, boobs in moobs. One's finger. For Pete's sake, he could be so prissy sometimes, like some effet toff from Brideshead Revisited. And to think he used to be from Huddersfield. At that point, I deliberately leaned through him, reaching beyond his perimeters to the mini-sink, mainly because it seemed a bit rude and I felt like upsetting him. And he responded just how I'd hoped. Don't mind me, he'd hissed, and abruptly disappeared. Small victories, eh? An hour later, and he hasn't reappeared yet. So we're in the present now, and we're on the plane on in, going to Switzerland. Yes, I understood that. Was that clear? Yes, I did. But then I'd listen to all of the chapters in order. <laughs> there we go. Sick burden, Bernard. Thank you. An hour later, and he hasn't reappeared yet. So I'm finally able to relax and enjoy myself. To my surprise, I really am enjoying myself. My mood has skyrocketed since Derek buggered off. I'm actually rather pleased to be doing something different to my normal routine. It's like a bloody holiday. A male air hostess... Air host? What do you call male air hostess? It's a good question. I mean, we just default to the female, don't we? Air hostess. A male air hostess. I think that's right. Male air hostess. Gives me a look from the far end of the cabin as I mix myself another Bloody Mary, and I smile back at him warily. He's been monitoring my booze intake for the last 20 minutes with mounting disapproval. I slowly tip the savoury deliciousness to my mouth, still locked in an uncomfortable stare over the rim of the plastic beaker. He starts to edge towards me, a caution hanging off his pursed lips. My stomach plunges. Oh, God, he's going to tell me off. I hate being told off. Isn't it horrible when you're an adult and you get told off, Bernard? The injustice of it. It's extraordinary. Oh, it makes your guts churn. I put my drink down and plaster a fake smile on my fizzog in preparation. And then something extraordinary happens. Can we have a musical thing? An extraordinary musical thing? Yes. All right. Musical thing. Immediately and without warning, a stab of energy rips up to my throat from my guts and I jolt sharply in my seat. I gasp, clutching my chest as my heart dances the Macarena. The naughty schoolgirl dread is forgotten in a gnat's fart as the landscape around me warps and breathes like a tremidal come down. It gets worse. My third eye snaps open and my consciousness lurches to the left. I blink, and the whole cabin is now filled with a pulsating purple aura, tendrils reaching out from the origin point in the middle of my forehead. You could rent me out as a smoke machine for an Iron Maiden concert. 
I'm vaguely aware that the male air hostess, moving in action movie slow-mo, is three slow-mo steps from my seat. I jolt again as the purple smoke machine belches out a long, fat sausage, which darts the short distance across to the snooty bitch and jabs out at the air hostess like a cobra, striking the centre of his forehead. I watch in horror as he staggers, confusion writ large on his painted features. My third... That was dramatic, wasn't it? There's a lot of words in that, wasn't there? I got a bit Shatner in the middle there. Yeah, that's all right. It was all, all added to it, yeah, I good. thought. Yes. My third eye snaps closed and the aura disappears. I sag back into my seat. The trolley dolly appears unharmed, but shaken, clinging onto a seat back with manicured hands. I watch him carefully, but after several seconds of blinking and heavy breathing, he rights himself and stumbles back towards the curtained area at the front of the cabin. I return thoughtfully to my drink, somewhat flushed with power. Exciting, isn't it? I wonder what happened there. No, well, quite. Hopefully there's an explanation. I can't remember. I wrote this ages ago. Yes, I do have a vague memory of it, but uh, it would be exciting to see what happens. Yes, although that is the end of the chapter. Well, How long's that? Well, it was a shorter one, but I think we can get away with oh, that. Oh, that's fine, isn't it? I mean, yes. that chapter that was 42 minutes. God! I mean, you, you got some sort of in the bank, as it were, with, with that one, didn't you? I, I felt physically ill afterwards, Bernard. Yes, you had to have a go and have a lie down, didn't you? I had to have several days lie down. Yes, yes. Do not exert, overexert yourself in the pandemic, everyone. That's my advice to you all. Yes, and perhaps don't have... Don't record several um, chapters in one sitting and have all of the cocktails as well. Oh, yes, that was probably it, wasn't it? Might it? have contributed. It mm. might have contributed. All right. Well, listen up next time, folks. Is that a new one you're trying? Why, what was the last one? You will listen to me next time. No, yes. Well, this is a bit friendlier. It is, isn't it? Yes, adding folks. Okay. Bye. Madame Magenta was created and performed by Lindsay Sharman, with Lawrence Owen as Bernard. Music and sound design by Lawrence Owen. Artwork was by Claire Lafar. You can follow Madame Magenta on Twitter at Madame Magenta UK. If you've enjoyed this podcast, you can support it by going to coffee.com forward slash longcatmedia. That's ko-fi.com forward slash longcatmedia. For more information about this podcast, as well as our flagship drama series, Mockery Manor, please visit longcatmedia.com. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. The buyer awaits your decision, poised as one both ready for a fight and assured of its outcome. I'll have that relic now. That cool pretty boy have more healing. We gonna need it. You guys might. One of you dies and I'm running for it. So don't. We'll have to use every advantage and we've not many left. So I'm confused. Uh, what am I supposed to say to him? Marcus, it's a role-playing game. Right. So you're this holy guy, Benedict. Right. And he's just joined this adventuring party. Right. Why? Because we needed someone to heal us and not ask questions. Dumb! What? Any reason you want, Marcus. That's the great thing about this game. You can be anyone you want. Do anything you want for any reason, so long as it's true to your character. Cool. I totally got this. Uh, wait, but... This artifact belongs to my church, and as such, I cannot part with it for any price. <laughs> uh, what did I say? Kill them all! <laughs> 
The Ordinary Epic, a podcast series about the extraordinary, the ordinary, and something in between. Listen now at theordinaryepic.com or on your favorite podcast app.